So we're holding by Melach Aleph, we are at Parak Aleph, we're continuing with Pasuk Yud Gimel. So the Shir was started as a Schos Lili Nishmas, Cheskel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, and it should also be a Schos Lili Nishmas of Echil Mechel ben Asher, Chaim Elazar ben Shem Shenarie, and a Schos Lerfu Shlema from Moshe ben Miriam, Yosef Menach ben Chavo, Chaim Elazar, Chaim Moshe Yeshua ben Malka, and Rezo Chaim Rachem Asplum Rachel. So we saw last time that in response to Adonio's attempted coronation, and um, appointment as the successor to David, Nasan runs to Bathsheba and urges her to go to David and request that David enforce the promise he made to her, which was that Shlomer should be king. And let's see again these words in Pasuk Yud Gimel. So Nasan is talking to Bathsheba. He says, David, Go and appear to King David. And say to him, Did you, my master the king, not swear to your servant, Saying, that Shlomo, your son, will rule after me, and he'll sit on my throne. So, why has Adonio crowned himself to be the next king? So, Nasan here urging Bathsheba to go and plead her case to David. And we saw last time why specifically he wants Bathsheba to do it, and he doesn't go directly himself. So, the Abarbanel asks, why does Nasan tell Bathsheba to use the argument? That David made a promise to her. Why doesn't he tell? Why doesn't Bathsheba tell David that hey, God gave you a nevuah? It's God's ratzon that Shlema be the melech. Why use the argument of David's promise? So the Babinel suggests two tibritzim. Number one, perhaps the haftacha, that promise that Hashem made, was conditional upon Shlema deserving of it, and maybe for whatever reason Shlema or maybe Bathsheba was no longer deserving of it. The second teretz is that even when there's a haftacha, there's a promise made by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but a person still has to do their hishtandlus, they have to put an effort to make sure that it comes true. And so therefore, the haftacha that Hashem gave Nasin might, uh, might give them the confidence, the assurance that they need to exert effort, but at the end of the day, they had to do their hishtandlus, which required Basheva going through natural means and requesting that David honor his promise if that argument was available to her. The Dark Shalom picks up on the fact that the Pasuk says two Lishonas that seem to be the same, Lechi Uvai, go and appear, or go and come, right? Come and come. So the uh, Dark Shalom explains that Nasa was telling Basheva, come upon uh, him many times. In other words, appear to David as many times as it takes because David is weak and David is old and he may not be in a state where he can enforce his promise. So go back as many times as it takes until you catch David in the right frame of mind where he'll be able to uh, hear your case and be able to enforce it. So a wife is able to tell when her husband's in a good mood or when her husband is in a mood where he's willing to listen. And so Nasan encourages Bathsheba to utilize that skill to tell when is it an ace ratzon, when will David be more receptive to her argument. So, Pasuk Yadalit. So, Nasa now strategizes with Bathsheba as to how he is going to play a role. So, he tells Bathsheba, While you are still speaking with the king, I'll come after you and I'll add on to your words. I'll complete your words. In other words, that you'll make the initial argument, you'll tell the king what's going on, and then while you're in the middle of pleading your case to the king, I'll come in and I'll basically fill in the details and cement in the king's mind that what you're saying, what you're claiming is happening, is 
correct. Adonio was trying to steal the Malchus, and David needs to act immediately. So the Mitzuda says, very simple, why does Nassan have to involve himself? Because he needed to give Bathsheba the confidence to do what needed to be done. So he tells her, don't worry, you won't be alone. I'll come in and I'll reinforce exactly what you're saying. Don't feel like you have to do this alone. Now there's an interesting Yerushalmi on our Pasuk. It's in Peya, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, where the Gemara says, the Shmuel Bar Nachman says, in the name Rabbi Ainasan, that we see from our Pasuk that it's muta to say Lachan Hara over people that are creating machloikas, over people that are trying to spread uh, a, a dis, disagreement and create machloikas in Klai Yisrael. Why do you see it over here? Because technically, Nassan's words were not necessary. Why does Nassan have to come in? Bathsheba is telling the information. For that, there's certainly a tayeles, that Shlomo should not lose out on the Malchus. Why does Nassan have to come at all? What heter is there to say this Lashon Hara about what Adonio was doing? So says the Gemara, you see from there that there is a heter to say, to say Lashon Hara about someone who is a Baal Machloikas. And the Gemara there even adds, uh, something I mentioned once before, is that ultimately we'll see Adonio gets killed. Why? He gets killed when he asks Bathsheba to uh, give, to, to plead on his behalf to, get, uh, to uh, allow Shlaimai, to allow him to marry Avishak Hashunamis. And uh, Shlaimai perceives that that is the start of a potential rebellion, and Shlaimai has a Daniel killed. So the Gemara says, the Reb Zeira, yes, Reb Yesa, he said, Why was a Daniel killed? So he answered, Because he tried to request in marriage Avishak Hashunamis. So Rabbi Yesa says that was really just a pretense to kill him, but really they wanted to put to death someone who was responsible for Abal Machlekes. So Shlomo waited for a pretense, and he tells Adonio, don't step out of line. If you step out of line, you're going to be killed. The minute Adonio steps out of line, he gets put to death. But the real underlying reason why he was put to death is because he was responsible for fomenting this Machlekes in Klai Yisrael. The... Agudas Elio on this Gemara says that you see it even further because Nasan, when he goes to the king, really only needs to talk about Adonio. Why does Nasan have to talk about all of those that are together with Adonio? Meaning, you want to tell me that it's much to say uh, Lashonara and there's some Tayelis here, so, so, so Nasan, fine, you want to come in and... and um, reinforce what, what Bathsheba is saying. Okay, so just talk about Adonio that he's crowning. Why does Natsan have to add on about Evyasar and Yoyov and the other princes that everyone is supporting Adonio? Why is that necessary to add on? So he says, that, and, and obviously that's clearly Lashon Hara, he says, what was the purpose of it? The purpose of it was to get David riled up. That, oh, hold on, all these people are going without my rishos, without asking my permission as the king, and, and asking me what I want, and they're going on their own and anointing Adonio and supporting him. So the, the more people that were involved, the more would get David's blood riled up. And Nassim knew that, and Nassim wanted to get David angry at them so that he would act. So says that goodness Elio, and yet all of that was mutter uh, to, to add on to that, to say Lashon Hara for all that. So you see that not just Adonio, but anyone involved in the Machlaikas was muttered to say Lashon Hara about even those that were only supporters of it.